<laughs> he ain't there no more. Getting his two catches for 30 yards or whatever against the Vikes today. We love that. <laughs> we also love that ale that uh, one Detroit took. Wasn't Adrian Peterson? Isn't Adrian Peterson on? Isn't um? Kip Everson Griffin. Well, well, welcome to Opa Podcast episode 30, everyone on Facebook and those are listening. I am your host, Jason O, along with. I am Laurence Moheisman Ibrahim Guider. And Griffin, we finally have a defense again, most. And welcome back to uh, another episode of Open Podcast. Today we'll be recapping um, our victory over the Fighting Illini and then previewing hashtag Baking Week to get take back our pig, our bronze pig, the Floyd Rosedale from Iowa. Uh, so to get started, we'll talk about our victory over uh, the Fighting Illini. So for some quick stats, uh, we won the game um, 41-14. to 14. Unfortunately, a kicker missed the extra point. None of them looked particularly beautiful kicks. Nope. Uh, to go from there, uh, Tanner Morgan, our quarterback, was 17 for 27. Roughly about 57-56% uh, of his passes completed. 216 yards, one uh, touchdown to one interception. Um, it had a long pass of 32 yards and one sack, actually. Um, then our lead rusher, Mr. Mohamed Ibrahim, uh, had 30 touches for 234 yards. Um, 24. 24? Oh, my bad. 224 yards, a long of 53 and four tutties. And then behind him in the uh, in our backfield here, Can Wiley had nine carries for 57 yards, longest of 17. Um, then Trey Paz, before leaving the field with injury, had three carries for 49 yards with one touchdown, deservedly so, as Griffin would say it last night. And then um, Seth Green in our Green Line package had two carries for six yards, along of four during um, what we're I think on the five or six yard line in the red zone. And then um, Tanner Morgan, unfortunately, had two attempts, uh, minus nine. Uh, I'm assuming that was counted as the sack, right? <laughs> Remember correctly? But uh, receiving yards are Rashad Bateman, agent zero. Had 10 receptions for 139 yards and one touchdown. Um, Mohamed Iron had two receptions for 31 yards. One of them was Tanner trying not, trying not to die in that pocket. And did like a little like boop pass Very over Johnny Menzel of them. Yep, to uh, Mo, Mo who had a twenty-two yard uh, yak, pretty much, which works. Um, and then uh, surprising name I wasn't planning to see that yesterday was Clay Geary, uh, number eighteen, I believe, had one reception for eighteen yards, and uh, I was worried he got, he took a big hit at the end there. Like, I heard, I heard pads. I like, I usually hear that from Mo when he runs over someone. But, <laughs> um, hope he's okay. But solid catch. He made the first down. Uh, then give give him more touch. Like, I'm, I want this guy to get more touches. Daniel Jackson was two for sixteen, long for eleven. 
Um, and then behind it, Bryce Witham, our tight end, was one for seven, and Crab was one for five. Um, and then defensively, they ate all night. Um, for, uh, was it Boye Mafe had a forced fumble from the looks of it? And then um, who had the sack? Yeah, Boye Mafe, uh, Asezi, and uh, D'Angelo Carter. D'Angelo about to be good. This dude is large. He's scary. Um, and then uh, I know Wyatt was very adamant about this uh, special group. Uh, so our special teams. Um, we only had two punts the entire game. The first punt, um, uh, our first three and out was with, was with Tanner actually. So they went out on fourth and six looking like, you know, we're going for it. And then Tanner ran back another five, ten yards and did like a QB pooch punt for 21. Uh, and then um, our Aussie punter had his first ever punt as a gopher in the U.S. Uh, was one punt for 30 yards average, and that's as long as well. But then again, we were on the 50, 40 yard, uh, 45 yard line anyway, so it works out for us anyway. So Precision. a competent punter, finally. Um then Philip Howard and Mo, and Mo had some punt and kick returns throughout the game. Um, kickoff, I believe freshman Dragon Kessick was our kickoff uh, specialist. So it wasn't Grant Ryersey or Brock Walker or Michael Lance. Um, but this guy booted those balls pretty good for us. So I'm happy with him. And then Michael Lance, of course, had six attempts for extra points and made five. And that's it for our stats. I'm just happy that we got this game to kind of help <laughs> literally brought us back to the basics of who we are as a football team. I mean, you talk about literally just handing the ball off and having your running back do all the work. There's 541 yards that were had for the Gophers in the game, and almost half of them were Muhammad Ibrahims. Um you talk about disciplined football. You have two penalties for only 22 yards as opposed to the 12 for 120 that Illinois averaged. Uh, I have not – well, not really averaged, but they had. Um, it was just nice. It was relieving. And <laughs> we got back to the eat, milk the clock uh, mentality with 38 to 22 time of possession. So everything about this game was just absolutely beautiful, and I'm glad – we had this game to help us get on the right track. Classic PJ trestle ball right there. Absolutely. 30 first downs. 30. Woo! 30. That's, that's more than double what Illinois had. <laughs> <laughs> but also, our defense gave no, like, they kept hitting that quarterback. I've got his name from the Illini, like a fourth stringer. Coran Coran Taylor. Coran Taylor from Peoria. Illinois like, won a state championship. I know this human, uh, but yeah, uh. like his arm was like apparently he was like holding his hand and elbow like in the second, like way late in the second. I was like, don't hurt him. Come on, I know Mark Brandon Peters and those guys got sick with contact or, or contact tracing, but like, come on. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Not our problem. But also, shout out to co-defensive coordinator Harris Simiak for stepping in because Coach Rossi is still out on under COVID protocol for 21 days. So, um, so really quick, one one uh, thing that I always forget 
Um, which is why, like, PJ Fleck has never been, like, the best X's and O's uh, type of coach, but he is the CEO type of coach. He's a Dabo Sweeney. He's a uh, Pete Carroll back at USC. Like, he just gets really good dude uh, to join the staff. And I was out here really worried about um, Coach Rousey not being there. And then I realized our co-defensive coordinator was like FCS Coach of the Year. For me. He got Maine to the semifinals. Maine? And the way that they played, and, and I don't know if you all felt this, but upon watching yesterday's game, I started to see it. It feels like we were trying to play defense like the 2019 version of us without the 2019 players. When in reality, and what it looked like yesterday, at least to me, was do you all remember what we looked like at the end of 2018? when we still didn't have Antoine Winfield Jr., uh, when Kamal Martin was still injured. And so things. that uh, the Wisconsin game defense when we were the Axe. Wisconsin game yeah. defense, right? Like, that's what we looked like. Just rally to the ball and hit something. Um, and that defense does have its, misadvan- its misadvantages. But I believe Illinois had, like, Less than 300 yards of offense, uh, mm-hmm. I believe, something like that. 287. 287 yards of offense. And I know 60 of those literally came on one play, right? It was a misdirection to Epstein, and then it went right down the sideline until, surprise, a safety made a tackle. It was beautiful. Um, like, they'll get their plays, but, like, we're not going to let you score. Like exactly. a touchdown, we'll go for it. We'll t- we'll give you three, um, or you take seven. We're gonna make you t- take longer to make that seven, yep. but you're not gonna break us with that. We're just gonna we. It was a game where it was like, yo, we're gonna force Illinois to play trestle ball. Mm-hmm. We're playing trestle ball, but now we're gonna force you to play trestle ball. Can you go fifteen plays? Yeah, six, seven minutes down the field. Because that's always reminiscent um, to me of what Patty Fitzgerald does at Northwestern so brilliantly. Because Pat Fitzgerald does not have a lot of talent. In fact, this year, half of his best players opted out. And his best wide receiver plays for Notre Dame. Shout out to the Irish. uh, Upsetting Clemson by seven. Knocking out Clemson. We look forward to you all being the sacrificial lamb for eventual number two Ohio State. <laughs> and let it be known, Ohio State is so glad that you all beat Clemson so they don't have to face them until the championship game. <laughs> I, I, go, I, I, I go back, but Venice Karane is on a Northwest Notre Dame's team, right? And yeah, I, I just don't know why it was so easy and quick to turn it back on because all of a sudden, like, even though it didn't look the same, that was basically last year's defensive output uh, based off of what Illinois did against us. Yeah. 
Yep. Like um, last year, wasn't it like 40, uh, 42 to 17 or something yeah. like that? But also, the Illini's um, team overall on defense and offense, they were heavily penalized. They got 11 penalties for 115 yards. Like, they, like, one of them too was, I think, was a, a targeting call technically um, on Mo at the end of the play. So, like, it was. And, um, like, I was like, Lovey, you gotta. I, I love you, Lovey. Like uh, when we ne- when we don't play against you, but like, come on, you gotta discipline your team better. And Griffin was like harking off on the Snapchat group la- last night. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I think for us, we only had maybe f- f- like half of them or a third of those n- number of penalties that Lovey's team had. Um, because that, 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 that's, that's PJ ball. Like PJ is like, no, we we are not shooting ourselves in the foot with penalties. And then, I mean, since since PJ first got here, we're I believe this is still true. Since PJ first got here, we're the least penalized team in uh, college football. Yeah, the dude, the dudes, literally just like there are just certain things that teams do to beat themselves. We ain't gonna be that team, right? Um, it's and who is ironically right there with us and least penalized? North frickin' Western. I wonder why that works, right? Like, as much as people hark on, like, PJ Flex zany personality, like, I know um, yesterday in his press conference, he explained that, what did he read? Everybody poops. <laughs> Everybody poops. And we were just like, <laughs> who's coaches? But the discipline that he instills in his team it, it's really something um, that pays off, right? And Lovey Smith's secondary, Lovey Smith's team, right? The one thing I always give their secondary, um, especially in linebackers, is the fact that they will hit you. Yep. We saw that earlier when Jake Hansen first hit Muhammad Ibrahim and stripped that ball right out. Like, they'll hit you. But as the game went on and it was very clear that our offensive line was playing pissed off, what were they going to do? Mm-hmm. But um, despite all that, you know, I, I, I like what we saw yesterday. Like this is the, this is the team that we were supposed to show up on Michigan first game of the season. But I think we just did too much of what we were supposed to be possibly. Um, but like you said, your best two LeRons, like our defense was trying to play the 2019 form of defense without that personnel. Because like our personnel that we have this season is not the same from... Well, no, no, they from, try to put Tyler Newbin on an island a yeah. la Antoine Winfield Jr. and realize one, two plays in that he is not Antoine Winfield Jr. That would have worked for Antoine, but not for us. <laughs> Dude, he might be he might be bigger than Antoine. He might be stronger than Antoine, but he ain't Antoine. He doesn't that. have the hawk like abilities like Antoine. Nope. Um, but looking at the game yesterday, there were some few moments that I really loved. Uh, uh the Rashad Bateman stiff arm on that defender, even though it's only like a three to four yard gain, he just hella stiff arm that um Illini defender. Um, when we scored that touchdown, like the one where the rest has led us 
tussle it out, like let put like push Mo into it. See um Tanner Morgan, Rashad Bateman, and Chris Abmeldas all run in like with their little skinny cells trying to push the pile in. <laughs> um let's see. Uh, Mark Crawford having a decent punt. I was like, oh Lord. <laughs> um Yeah, I think I think overall we had to be happy for what we saw yesterday. Like that's the DNA of this team. But I know Griffin and I last night after the game we talked a little bit more that um there there's still some things we can improve upon because uh I think Griffin we talked about I think it was primarily on defense, right? That we saw like there could be better things that our guys can do. Uh you wanna take that off take that away? Well I mean I just I look at our defense and I think some of them aren't confident enough to make their plays, so they just give up the little plays just to, uh, and then just make the plays on the back end when they're not confident enough on the front ends. I mean, you look at the look at the touchdown to Matter Bebe. Um, you was was that Justice Harris? I think that was just so Justice Harris pulls up and just wants to absolutely demolish Matter Bebe. But who whoever else was on coverage? Oh, obviously Cody they, Yeah, Coney Durr just stay back a couple yards and make the tackle afterwards because I don't want two people going in on the same tackle and then a matter baby has what he has on the sideline and he runs to the end zone. I'd rather you keep the play in front of you and you give up those small chunks than the big plays that can uh, transpire because of a missed tackle. So yeah, Lorenz, who was talking about, so we talked about last night, uh, which was uh, a matter baby was, uh, so Coney Durr blew his assignment. Like, mm-hmm. let Emmanuel Baby pass by him. Justice Harris, being that cover two safety, was coming in to make the tackle, and he was coming in full speed. Like, I think if Emmanuel Baby did, uh, well, Emmanuel did land with the ball, he was going down with Justice Harris. But of course, Coney Durr decides to run in and tackle him instead. And right when Harris was wrapping up, finishing his tackle. Coney uh, Durr ran right into him, and then Emmanuel Bay was off to the races with no one to catch up to him. So it was like plays like that. Um, and there's also plays even on the D line because I remember I harked on it last week. Was like, you know, say some of our D tackles or D ends would like shed their blocks and like have to. Well, that's what at that time a QB would break contain and they try to go after him and then they get tripped over their own lineman because you know they get pushed to the ground like manhandled and. I saw improvement of that, you know, um, Boy Mafe, Asezi, uh, D'Angelo uh, Carter was being a monster in that D line. Rashad Cheney finally got to play, and I was like, "This is the reason why we recruited him. He's a four star recruit for a reason, and like he's producing." MJ Anderson, same thing. Yeah. Um, did y'all know that Boy Mafe is leading the Big Ten in sacks right now? What? <laughs> I did not see that. What? <laughs> 3.5. He's leading the Big Ten in sacks. And frankly, he should have about six of them. Because if you go back and rewatch the Maryland game, which I did with copious amounts of totally legal beverages, <laughs> uh, you the amount of times that Boye Mafe destroyed whatever tackle had the audacity to try to protect Talia and Talia did the exact same move 
over and over and over and escape, except that one time where it ended up being like a 20-yard loss because Boye was like, oh, 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 not this time. Like, Boye very much so could have five sacks right now, but he doesn't because uh, keeping contained. It's a thing. Um, yesterday showed a lot more improvement by it. I don't know why they didn't decide to chip Boye. Because the entire D-line was in the backfield every other play. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought that Lovey Smith should start charging D'Angelo Carter rent. <laughs> it was yeah, here being a tenant in the backfield. I was so disrespectful. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I can definitely see it. And the one play that I was thinking about when you're talking about, like, defensive improvement was when Mariano Sori Mirren was hustling met. down the field. No, 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 no. Oh. When he, the dropped interception oh. with the hand one. Dang it. St. Juice had the exact same play <laughs> and he dropped it. What? What is it this year where we should also have about three, four interceptions? You know who I thought of when Ariano dropped that? Uh, I had Chris Tucker in my head being like, Damn. <laughs> It was right there. I was like, don't drop that. Don't. But no, like the specific play where I was like, last year, if you put Kamal Martin or you put, say, a Blake Cashman, do you remember the um, goal line? And it was like third and goal. And they handed the ball off to uh, Epstein. And Mariano played it brilliantly, smacked him in the hole. And didn't wrap up, and the dude just spun off for a touchdown. Like, it's plays like that where I'm like, last year, that you put Kamal Martin in that hole. He down at the line of scrimmage. Is he down? He probably loses the ball. On that on that uh, touchdown, didn't I also, wasn't Justice Harris coming from the safety position to blitz? That is correct. Yes, mm-hmm. and I thought I thought I thought he wrapped him up, or at least tried to. But uh... I I just think like plays like that because it he hit him, but he did not wrap him up. Like it was a play that the play that he made is a play that so many foolish souls try to make on Muhammad Ibrahim, where we're like we're gonna hit him, and I'm, first of all he's gonna hit you. Second, whatever you do, you're not going to uh, get him down the first time. Sorry. Not with one person, you're not. Um, and that that's what happened. They didn't try to wrap up, and uh, that was upsetting. Even though I do think, as a whole, the linebackers played so much better. Yeah. They... Uh, but really, the story of the game was that front four, nasty. I yeah. would love to see Boye kind of mixed in as a disguised linebacker. And... <laughs> Because this dude's speed, I mean, this dude's 6'4", like 260. Like, he's got speed when you see him running after somebody. He can keep up with most people. If you disguise him and you shoot him in the A-gap or B-gap, and they think he's dropping back in coverage, any offensive line might have a problem. Maybe not Wisconsin's, but every other line might have a problem. Well, I mean, I saw Wisconsin having a lot of problems with Jake Hansen. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, but, like, dude, well, yeah, I saw him a few times even in the Maryland game. That is so depressing. 
But it's not that depressing considering that Maryland just walked into Happy Valley and dragged Penn State up and down the field. But do you think Kirk Shiraka's offense in Penn State fits their what James no. was maybe looking for? Does Penn State have two generational wide receivers at the same time, along with not one but two offensive linemen, along with an offensive line that's larger than most NFL offensive lines? Does he have that? He does not. Thank you. They uh, have a Pat uh, Firemuth and a Jahan Dotson. That's it. <laughs> that, like, I'm, he is trying to play Sean Clifford. Like Tanner like, Morgan. Clifford is Tanner Morgan. And Sean Clifford is not Tanner Morgan. Sean Clifford is a fullback that is attempting to... Sean Clifford is green. Minus the catching abilities. Minus the wildcat. Well, I, I thought... He is a wildcat. Because I thought him more like a, on the stature of Trace McSorley, but I forget, I forget Trace McSorley is a scrawnier, skinnier dude, like very agile than Sean Clifford. Not only that, but what was Trace McSorley's thing? I'm going to throw the ball really, 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 really far that way, and then what the home run thing. Like that was Trace McSorley's thing. Sean Clifford ain't about that. He uh, uh, completed like 40% against Merritt. Man. So then, so then, if we, if we go back to it, then um, our offense to, uh, yesterday went back to what we pretty much done: run the ball either with inside or outside zone, like with Mohammed, pound the rock, and then our and then use our receivers in the pass game, and you know Tanner being Tanner and Rashad being Rashad. Um, so is that? Do you think? Mike Sanford with Matt Simon might expand that playbook more as the season progresses because, like, we can't – if we play against Wisconsin, they're not going to let us pound the rock, and Iowa's really good at defending the RPOs. Um, I mean, the best defensive line we're going to see all year, even though their team is bad, was Michigan. Yeah. that That's the best defensive line we are going to see all year. Unless, of course, somehow we end up in the big championship game. But other than that, it's Michigan, right? Um, I don't think... <laughs> I think this offensive line, if you are not going to stack the box with eight, nine dudes... I think this offensive line and Mo can run on anybody. Anybody. Mind you, like, Illinois has been bad, but they've been pretty good against the run. Like, Wisconsin had issues uh, against the run. Um, Purdue didn't, but they were aerating the whole time, and their running back averaged like four yards a carry, which is fine. But they knew Mo was coming. Like, we weren't even hiding it. Is there any reason we try to sell like Tanner Morgan is going to run it? Because he never runs the ball. They they should throw in a QB keeper at least once a game. It's going to go 40 yards. <laughs> no, He'll be 20 no, yards down the field. Let's watch tomorrow and the, uh, uh, this Friday in the Iowa game. Tanner will be at the 50-yard line. They do a QB keep, and he runs down the field and then trips like Daniel Jones. 
<laughs> yeah, that that actually sounds like something that would honestly. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, but but yeah, no. Um, the biggest thing right now is for me. First of all, Trayson Potts needs to be healthy because that dude is a problem in the open field. Like, don't nobody want those problems. And Cam Wiley showed me something yesterday. Oh, he did. I was yeah. like, oh, that's why they like you. I did not see that against Georgia <laughs> Southern last year. Oh, we like that. Um, but, yeah, no, I need I need Trayson Potts to be healthy because Muhammad Ibrahim is easily the best running back in the Big Ten, and it's not close. But I'm not trying to get him killed. And this is a recipe for getting him killed. You cannot give this man 30 carries every game. Yeah, because right now, what, our pair, our pair of spare, at least what before Trey, Trey went down was Muhammad, then Trey, and your spare was Cam. And that's that sounds disrespectful when I say that. Like, <laughs> a spin freaking six yards of carry, you know. Uh, but then now, like, if if Trey is out for Iowa, the thing that I comes to mind so it's gonna be Mo for sure, assuming nothing bad happens between now and then. Cam, and what Bryce Williams, who has game experience. As can well. he can he find a hole? Just oh. ask. Johnson, if he has experience for Bryce Williams. <laughs> Bryce Williams said, we're already up by 14. There's like two minutes left. Let's just run into the line. Bryce Williams said, nope. <laughs> but I see those right there. And they're like, yeah, and? So I'm going to take the ball to the end zone. Bite. Zeal. <laughs> oh, gosh. I also, love that Jason Williamson is still in the in the backfield. He's healthy this year. Um, I think I'm. I love our running back depth. <laughs> I, we ain't even get to four star Kai Thomas. He's there. Yeah. The dude is. And we have Jason Williamson from Owatonna, who just ran over everybody and everything he could with like twenty <laughs> touchdowns in a high school season. Like what the what the frick? Like. Everyone knew he was running the ball and couldn't nobody stop it, which is kind of disrespectful. But I'm like, if y'all ain't going to play him at running back, put him at linebacker or something. Because that dude is too big, too fast, too talented not to be on the field right now. Yeah. So, yeah. As you can tell from those listening, we're very happy how the game went yesterday. Very happy. <laughs> Um, so you guys want to move on to Iowa? Ew. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> so it is bacon week. Uh, we are playing for the uh, bronze trophy, Floyd Rosedale. It's a big ass bronze pig. I just got a photo with it before we lost it. Five. It was a five years ago now. Wow. Six. Twenty fourteen. Right. We want. Yeah. Yeah. But five years ago, we saw it at State Fair. So. Yeah. Um, let's see. Iowa. I forget. I think I'm trying to find out. Let me double check who is currently leading the series. Um, oh, we're leading the series. Yep. So the Gophers still lead 42 to 49 and 2. Um, right now, Iowa's in a five game win streak since 2015. Um, but what's funny, too, the last time the Gophers beat Iowa with the largest margin of victory 
was when we beat them back in 1903, 75-0. Why'd they even show up? <laughs> we're talking we're talk <laughs> Cumberland, Georgia Tech football with like 220 people. <laughs> 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 they probably had like negative 69 rushing yards and 10 interceptions. <laughs> but also, Iowa did hang a high on us, 55-0 back in 08 during the funky yeah, Brewster uh, era. Yeah, but- yeah, whatever. Didn't Brewster also though beat them like the next year, even though he went like one and eleven, but he yeah. still them. Yeah. But yeah. Well, um, but I don't know. I really don't know what to make of Iowa. So ESPN says um, their FPI is like sixty five percent to R thirty six. I don't know what to make of their quarterback, Spencer Petrus. Is that his name? Um, like, He's not phenomenal. Let's just put it that way. Like every other Iowa quarterback that's gone through their system. No, no, though. Because yeah. he's not as good as Nate Stanley. No, he's not. Like, he is not as good as C.J. Beathard. Like, see, like I, when I looked at him play at least the first three games so far, even during the game when they stomped the Michigan State, they used a run game to demolish Michigan State. Like, Spencer was more of a game manager. Like, even though we, in the past, we see, like, our group has saw has seen, you know, C.J. Beathard and Nate Stanley being more game managers, they can still sling the ball down the field in the Big Ten. So, like... Okay. I mean, to be, let's be clear. Like, Tanner Morgan is a game manager. That's what oh, Tanner yeah. Morgan mm-hmm. is. I'll take but, it. But Tanner Morgan runs the system to perfection he runs this system um which like people say game manager is bad no it's not Tua Tungavailoa is a game manager give the ball to one of your 14 first round receivers and let them go to work um but the thing is with this dude is like he has way too many weapons to not be doing as well as he He's not doing as well as I expected him to do, and I hate Iowa. Yeah. Like, just a quick touch on it. Like, um, of course, if you add the points from the last night's game, Iowa's technically scoring 29.7 points a game. They've allowed only 17.3. Um, and in terms of total yards on offense, 386 is their average right now. But, they, but they've also allowed 315. Um, so... The thing that worries me, like, this is usually, uh, like, when, when I, so this is during, I'm talking about the PJ era. Whenever in the PJ era we have played Iowa, the games have always now been a high-scoring affair. Back with the Jerry Kill and Clay's era, it was low-scoring, like, 14-7, to 14-10, like, or 21-14, or to 14, but then like, in the past it's been, like... Well, last year was, what, 20-19? to 19? Yeah. 20 oh, well no yeah i would i would disagree or it was uh 23 to 19 was the score last year because we all remember the fourth round drop that tyler johnson had that would have won the game but you know we're fine also tanner went out with like a concussion too that game because aj epinesa was doing aj epinesa, epinesa things <laughs> um AJ Epinesa won that game. By him, he just said, they just said, go hunting, and he said, okay. 
and then they put him against Sam Sluter, and bad things happen when you put that dude against him. So, I haven't looked at their defensive personnel. Like, I've been mainly looking at offense and on offense on both teams. Like, Petrus is right now 63 of 116 for 648 yards, uh, two tutties to three INTs. Their lead uh, rusher is Tyler Goodson at 43 carries and 233 yards and three tutties. And their lead receiver is uh, Sam Laporta at 13 receptions for 128 yards. Um, That's a tight end. So, yeah. So does – I mean, I'm not sure, but I knew there was an article that came up that said Amir Smith-Marset was arrested. Huh? For going – this was like I think a week or two ago uh, for going like 70 down a road by – After Iowa. the game. Yeah. So is he playing or are they – I need to figure this out. Is there some discipline? I, and is was it only like a one game thing? Because that's that's what I want to know. I'm double checking their uh, SB Nation. Uh, but keep, one talking thing, while, keep talking while I find it. What <laughs> one thing I'm not worried about this game is having the QB run free. So <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the one. This boy ain't Mafe. It says he. They can let multiple spots absolutely destroy the offensive line in whatever respect that may be and go um, So go. this was a week ago. Um, Iowa football senior wide receiver Amir Smith-Marset was arrested and I was early Sunday morning last week uh, for an OWI. But I don't know if... It, okay, yep, so from SB, their SB Nation blog, he's only out for one game and that was against Michigan State. But it could be it could be more though because the way how like their culture situation is panning out. It should be more. I don't care who it is. Yeah, Kirk Ferris saying he's expecting only one game. I'm not sure if there may be more, um, more uh, uh, penalties to him. So we don't know. This in, in our predictions assume he's in, he's in this Friday's game. Yeah, I've been. I didn't know he was out. Because he was being dumb and sped down a freeway in Iowa City. <laughs> well, the one thing I'll say, so, like, I watched, I watched the Michigan State-Iowa game because I was telling Jason before we started, like, I find it kind of hilarious um, that in the two weeks where people thought, oh, Minnesota and Iowa are just going to be bad this year, Minnesota and Iowa proceeded to chop off the head of whoever they happen to be playing and placing it on a platter. Um, but I watched that game, and I think the score can be a little bit misleading. And you're like, 49-7, how can that be misleading? I'm like, because Michigan State self-destructed. They had three picks. Three interceptions. I know he had, uh, I think there were like two fumbles in the game. Like turnovers wrecked Michigan State's yeah, like, chances. And the one thing I'll give Tanner, and this is kind of hilarious, Tanner has not thrown more than one interception since the Northwestern game of 2018. He has never thrown more than one interception. It's not going to happen. I don't even know why he threw that ball yesterday to even get an interception. Oh, yeah, no, that was We'll dumb. save that conversation for another day. <laughs> that, that was dumb. Uh, no need to. Anyway, um, and their defense 
and their offensive line reminds me a lot of Northwestern right now. Like, nothing spectacular, nothing scary, but they get the job done. Like, Purdue's Anthony Horvath ran for like 120 on them and averaged 10 yards a carry. Mohammed's looking at their, their uh, linebackers. He's just like, this about to be delicious, right? Um, there, There's nothing about – and their offensive line is not as good as it was last year. It's not. Like, I expected – if Muhammad wasn't the best running back in the Big Ten, I li- really did expect it to be Tyler Goodson. Like, I thought last year that freshman was nasty, and he has not been as good this year. So, like, there's nothing about them that particularly terrifies me. There's not a single – like, their tight end is leading in yards and catches. Come on. Right? And he is not Noah Fant or T.J. Hopkinson, right? So, if Minnesota wants to win this game, I think this game comes down to Rashad Bateman – Actually, I'll tell you about it. This game comes down to Chris Ottman Bill versus whoever is the corner that they put on him. That's the game. Um, because I believe we're going to have to take the same approach. Um, because in the first two games, it looked like we used the run to set up the pass. And yesterday, we used the pass to set up the run. Mm-hmm. And I think we got to do that again. Um, so yeah, that that's me on Iowa. So like that's your key to the game is whoever is our second or third receiver. So, oh no, that ain't my key to the game. That's just my opening impression of them. Okay. But, keys to the game. Keys to the game. Um, have our defensive line hit Spencer Petras with everything that. Well, like I'm talking Duke <laughs> caliber. Um, and, <laughs> Uh, well, not like bodily injury, but or some Tayon Devers against Colorado State where he blows their helmet off. <laughs> I think that you hit Spencer. The only thing he can do on a third and 19 is dump it off to Mickey Sargent or Tyler Goodson in the flats, and we just get tackle in games, and that's and that's the drive. And they punt it, or then then they punt it, and we get it back with a short field. I Spencer Petrus legally the end. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the exact same. I'm like, this is a game that Boye Mafe. And it says he have been waiting for a dude who's just gonna stand it. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, they, no! Now, now that they have rack, they have help from Rashad Cheney. Oh, they got help from Rashad and D'Angelo going right up the. <laughs> D'Angelo Carter is reminding me a lot of Keanu Benton of uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's nose tackle. When he was a freshman, just violent. Like, technique isn't perfect, but he just violent. And I'm like, you sending Boye in this all, all night. And you know what? I don't, look, 
yeah, I like Mariano and I like Cody Lindenberg. This is a Gordon Willis game because the one thing Gordon Willis is good at, and we saw a little bit of that against Illinois, is hitting people very, very hard. And for me in this game, it ain't even just about sacking them five times. It's about just hitting them every single chance we can get. Throws the ball, I want you to lay the wood. Just, just, just. <laughs> every time you even think about it, I don't care if it's a handoff and you get to the backfield. Hit him. <laughs> hit the running back, but hit him. Or hit the running back and just give him a push. Make him <laughs> uncomfortable make him i want i want him to be afraid to know that something's coming and then what do i want to do drop back and i want to do exactly what griffin recommended put boy a my bad linebacker just to mess with him <laughs> Ooh, imagine this if they put um so they put boy at like i say a nascar package on the uh, linebacker position but it said on the other, like, so where he usually is on edge, put D'Angelo Carter and to put Michael Du Treadway instead. And it's like, you don't <laughs> have him violently push through that left side of that, or the right side of that offensive line. <laughs> uh, I want Spencer Petrus to be a deer in the headlights. And I <laughs> absolutely crap his pants every time he sees uh, oh. they split the gap and come right to the <laughs> He's just like, every, like, there's every time it's just be like, very talking, We're talking a Michigan State defense. He only put up 167 yards on Michigan <laughs> State. Our, ours is at least a little better than that. <laughs> like he's gonna die. Like, like we, we don't have to do anything fancy on defense, but I want to disguise every look we can. Boy, my fat linebacker, Cody Lindenberg on the line. I don't care what it is. Show six, drop back two. <laughs> With mind, it'll work. Only way, what if you, what if they like freaking empty? We show six dudes. We only send two of them. And Boy, your mafia is literally just standing right in the center of the field, just looking at them. <laughs> will just sit on that route when he inevitably has to throw a little dump dumper of a crossing route. Boye is just there. And, and Boye picks up the big man um, uh, interception or fumble or D'Angelo Carter or anyone on that D-line, please. Mark mark my words, one of the scores in this game will be a scoop and score. That happens. We'll take that. They're off in... So that's your guys' keys to the game is like a lot of us uh, for us is defense. Hit him, Jason. What did you not <laughs> from the past three minutes of Dude, okay, okay. I'm just gonna say safeties, stay back. Just stay back. Just just stay. play Tampa two outside <laughs> and everyone else engage eight. Yeah. <laughs> everyone else come. Keep them two safeties way back then because, like, I generally trust our corners. I trust our corners in single coverage. I do. Um, or man-to-man coverage. I just do. Make them because I think the first thing they're going to do is they're going to try to throw it deep to scare us off. Nah. 
No. Sin everybody. All game. Every time. And then on offense, I don't know, throw the ball to a shot. I think, um, I'll, I'll, again, I like the, I like your takes for defense. Just hit Spencer. Hit him. <laughs> um, but also, uh, you know, don't make us scared. Like, the reason that I'm concerned, the, re- the thing that I was concerned from last year is so, like, we gave him 21 points in the first quarter last year. Was it 21 or 20? Because they only had 23 points. 20, because they missed the extra point. There we go. A botch snap. Um, And, you know, our defense did step up, but they were like, like, like you said, it, like they'll try to do things to make us buzzed, essentially, for a bit. Or like a deer in the headlights for a brief moment, which they did. And, of course, in the second half, we locked down uh, uh, Nathan's, Nate. Nate Stanley. I forget. I, he's, he's, been, he's with the Vikings on the practice squad. I don't know why I keep blinking on his name. Uh, Nate Stanley and their, that receiving and run game. But then um, there's just like those little mistakes on uh, on our team. Remember when PJ ran onto the field and like got into almost a tussle with an Iowa defender? Um, that costed us that uh, penalty. I would have won the game. Like, yeah. Yes. Johnson dropped it, but then it was like a late hit, and PJ had a run on the field because we all thought that Tyler was dead. Uh, yeah, I'm like PJ, stop, please, please. He need he needs somebody to just hold him back, just hold like, him. The, what's yeah. the, uh, the QB, like what uh, the uh, the coach caddy or yeah. whatever, coach belt, just grab him. <laughs> by the belt, hold him, hold. Um, but yeah. But, no, like we thought that Nate Stanley, we thought that if we had single coverage, he was going to destroy us. He did it. We played too much zone, and he just said, "Oh, okay, you know, you know, you're not gonna fit." Second, really, the second half because we pulled a Bill Belichick um, against Atlanta. Uh, second half, uh, we just said, "Blitz all night." night. And he got hit all night. So I'm trying to do that now. Until Spencer, whatever his last name is, can prove that he can beat us down the field. Not this little dump-off stuff. Down the field. 30, 40 yards. Until he proves that, go hunting. Yeah. Um, For me on uh, offense, I think stick to what we've been doing so far, Uh, you know, Mohammed in the run game being Mohammed, uh, with hopefully fingers crossed a healthy Trey Potts, but it didn't look good. He was in a boot at the end of yesterday, um, or with Cam Wiley, uh, and Rashad being Rashad and Crab being Crab. But um, I said this a lot at the end of yesterday to Griffin. I want more Daniel Jackson. <laughs> Um, I just enjoyed seeing him catch balls yesterday, and he was open for a few. So I think if uh, I think my issue was I want I'll, my hope for Tanner this year was that if he was going to step up, he would actually do more in his progressions. But like he he he, I feel like he regressed a little by like okay if if a shot's open, I'm going to throw it to him. If he's not, I'm handing it off to um, Mo or I'm trying to find my other second or third receiver. Uh, but he's not making the right, you know, 
sequential. He doesn't. Reads. He doesn't trust this O line. Yeah. He doesn't. Um, last yeah. year, there were points where he was literally going to die. Like I remember that first touchdown um, to Rashad against Penn State. <laughs> If that was this year, nah, <laughs> that was not because Tanner was like, I will stare down a steaming a locomotive if it means I'm going to throw the touchdown. That was Tanner's whole thing last year, and this year he's seeing ghosts. He's seeing things that aren't there. Like why the heck? And I think Griffin was going to get into it. Why? What was the purpose? of that one interception he threw to Rashad for yeah. what? Why? If he were going to come down with it, it was still a bad play. Yeah. So like, that's my hope for this offense is that we expand our playmakers, but also don't do dumb stuff on the field. Pretty much. Talk uh, about ex- playmakers. I know Mo isn't traditionally your catching and running type back, but he can do both. Yeah. So, like, as much as I'd love for you to see Daniel Jackson make his plays, think about if the first play of the game was a designed, like... Screen to mow. No route. So, so, stump it in the flat. Who cares? Uh, I, I was not going to look for that at all. Use use your best players in non-traditional ways. That's what... I like the... Um... What was it, the toss plays they did to Bateman? That was that was good. I mean, they tried that last year with Tyler Johnson, but Tyler Johnson isn't fast. So they're they're good, but they're also predictable when you see Agent Zero running right behind the line when the ball snap. Like your eyes are gonna be fixated on one person and that's Rashad Bateman. But I mean But you do pull a double move with Chris Alvin Bale or Daniel Jackson in that exact situation. Yeah. Also, we haven't seen a flea flicker yet, have we? Eh. Um, well, why not? Also, if Bo, Bo has we, the ball, I trust him, and I don't want him throwing it. Can we? Can we use our tight ends? Like I just like only Bryce Witham has something, and then Brevin, also Bremen Span for like. Brevin, <laughs> Brevin almost had his touchdown. He could have caught that. I'm off of the Brevin we're, Span. We're off the tra- I'm off the train at this point. I'm on the Cole Keith and Bryce Witham train. <laughs> He's the third best tight end so far. Hey, that, if, Cole, if Cole Keith is healthy, healthy for this Friday, I think he's going to be the tight end that's going to score again because, like, he did a pretty good job against early part of Michigan. Because I'm just, I'm just going to say, this is the most important game of the year. Yes, I know every week is the most important game of the year. Yeah, blah, 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 coach speak. Um, but this is really, to me, this is the most important game of the year because you can get Iowa right now. You have the team that can get them. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you should have got them last year. Um but this this is the team and this is the rivalry that you are most likely to win. Like, I don't care how much COVID Wisconsin has. Am I going to bet on us to beat them in Madison? No. Uh, like, and, and Nebraska isn't a real trophy uh, yet. And so, yeah, no, I, I this is the most important game of the year. And 
both of these teams still have the capability of winning the West because Purdue and Northwestern have to go. Purdue and Northwestern have to go here, but Wisconsin and Nebraska have to go to yeah. Iowa City. So whoever wins this game has the shot for the West. Whoever loses. Dilly dilly into the pit of misery. So, 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 so score predictions then for this game? <laughs> Who wants to start? Um, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Twenty three nineteen Minnesota. Okay, all right. Michael Lance misses an extra point. <laughs> oh my god. Um. It's going to be a rock bite either way. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Gets... Oh, man. Uh, Jason, if you if you got something in mind, you go because I have no idea. So, <laughs> whenever I predict us winning, we get our asses whooped. Um, so, I'm going to say we lose 23 to 24 to a Michael Lance missed extra point or Brock Walker missed extra point. <laughs> <laughs> but they do make their field goal to because usually yeah if i think about it three touchdowns so that's 21 plus three is 20 yep so they will they will make a field goal but they we will miss the extra point but i'm the reason i'm saying that is because whenever i say we would win against iowa we lost for and i'm in 0 for 3 three years straight so i'm gonna change it up <laughs> That's just me. Um, so yeah, we lose twenty-three to twenty-four. But you're, but you're wrong. That we talked about on defense, everything that we talked about on defense. I know Iowa and uh, probably Iowa fans or something or uh, their coaching staff are saying the exact same thing about. <laughs> they're saying he is not the dude he was last year. Go hunting. Go. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care if Mo gets the ball, even though, like, yeah, game tackle, cool, he's going to get his five yards of carry, whatever. Go get Tanner. Like, that's exactly what I would say if I'm Iowa. Just go get him. Yep. So, you're a rock fight. So, I'm saying 23-24, uh, lose by a heartbreaking extra point. <sighs> 25, because there's going to be a safety in there. <laughs> <laughs> 25 of 20 gophers 25 20 oh wow okay Hunting in the end zone fellas. <laughs> <laughs> dude let's go let's go i love that i love that man and just oh god uh hot takes can we do hot takes now yep let's do it let's do it in the year of our Lord, 2021, Luke Fickle is going to be the coach of Michigan. Luke Fickle? Hmm. Oh, Cincinnati is going to be the coach at Michigan. If you remember, he was at Cincinnati D, Cincinnati, Cincinnati last year. He turned them into like a top 12 team, top 13 team, something like that. Yeah, they're a MAC program, right? He, yeah, he got offered the job 
at Florida State, and he said no. Because he knows what's best for him. I want to deal with that mess. But Michigan? That thing open up? Luke Fickle, Cincinnati, to Michigan, 2021. And I say that very hopefully because I don't want Michigan to come after PJ. True. Because they could get him. Oh, what the fuck? The Bears lost? Dang it. I lost my bet. Shit. <laughs> uh, Who's playing Sunday Night Football tonight? Ooh. Bucks versus Saints. It's about to be good. <laughs> game of the year. Ooh, yeah. Can Antoine get a sack on Drew Brees? I can't wait. Okay. Hold I want to this Anyway. <laughs> I can't wait to see Antoine do this. <laughs> we didn't talk about it, but like everyone on Twitter, because he ends the game last uh, week, he calls game, and every Gopher fan was like, have we seen this before? <laughs> Antoine on the exact opposite side of the end zone absolutely knows what happens and screams over. I don't know. Maybe I've seen this maybe once or okay. twice. So was that a PI to you guys? That did not look like a PI when I saw it. I was like, nope, he doesn't make I a good play, I, and Daniel Jones just threw it late. Yeah. I think his body – his upper body, I think it was his upper body. I'd have to rewatch it, but I think his upper body got there a little early and made contact with him. But, I mean, it's it's bang. Did, did they throw a flag and then pick it up? I can't... Yeah, they, they, threw they, they threw it and then they picked it up. That was, to me, that was a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes pass interference, and everyone else a bang-bang play. I would have... My thing is, is I do I think it was technically, yeah. Would I have been okay if it was called either way? Yeah. It was for me. It was like the um, so the ball was late. The ball was behind, and the receiver stopped in his tracks um, because the ball was behind him. He had to try to reach back. Uh, to go get the ball because that was a bad ball. That should have been an easy two-point conversion. Um, but he didn't. Um, Daniel Jones, who really should have won this game by a lot with the amount of deep balls he was overthrowing, a la Zach Anikspin. <laughs> and, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, I'm excited for this game in a few minutes, so... And yeah. also, Antonio Brown's with the Bucks too now, so they have A.B., Chris Godwin, they, Mike Evans, they, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, Gronk. <laughs> That's one loaded offensive side of the ball on that team. Antonio Brown is about to be a rotational wide receiver. Can we think about that for a second? <laughs> He's about to be a rotation player. That's that's just, Tom Brady has been playing 6D chess this entire time, and now he out here getting Antonio Brown to make his defense literally unguardable. His offense, rather, literally unguardable. Wait, actually, since we're talking about NFL, so if Harbaugh loses the job in Michigan, either fired or quits, right, where is his next head coaching stop? 
Jaguars? But would he go to the Jags though? Where else is he gonna go? I was because the, the Jets is a possible possible stuff because Adam Gase ain't staying long. Um, I you I, think he want to rebuild that mess? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna say it, and it's a, it's a joke. Ohio State, because if you can't beat them, join them. Homie, <laughs> 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 he's gonna go in as Ohio State's quarterbacks coach. <laughs> Did y'all know that Justin Fields has mo- thrown more touchdown passes than incompletions so far this year? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that in an abbreviated season, Muhammad is already more than halfway to the Gophers' ru- rushing record? Ooh. What about Har- Harbaugh for- to the Texans? No. Because they did, they, they did fire Billy O'Brien. Oh, you might be on to something right there. You might be on to something right there. Because here's the thing. So, Belichick isn't losing his job in New England. Jets, I don't know. He wants to rebuild that, like you said. Packers is good with LaFleur. 49ers probably good with Shanahan. And also, they don't want him back. Um, uh, Bucks is good with Arians. Saints will stick with, uh, even though I hate him with the passion. Uh, uh, it's Sean Payne. Face. It's the face. Yeah. Um, it's so Cardinals is going to keep uh, uh, Kingsbury. And also, you yep. see his house during the draft? Like, <laughs> um, 4D chess. Uh, what's it? Dolphins. Uh, what's his name? Flores is good. Flores. He's doing a good job. Um, I don't think Harbaugh wants to go to the Cowboys, even if they get rid of Mark McCarthy after a season, because I don't think Harbaugh wants to be controlled by Jerry Jones. Uh, Steelers are still good with Tomlin. Chargers, uh, I think they're fine with Anthony Lynn. Raiders have uh, Gruden. Jaguars could be a potential spot. Spot. Texans is a really good spot because you get Deshaun Watson, a, a decent def- defense. Washington already has Ron Rivera. Giants is to start out with Joe Judge, and they've been improving every game. You know, the record doesn't show it. Vikings, even, I, I have a feeling they go keep Mike Zimmer, <laughs> even though I kind of want him out. Like, his message is stale at this point. Um, Lions. Ooh. Lions? Say in Michigan. Um, but I'm not sure if he wants to go in dysfunction there in Detroit. Uh, Carolina's good. Chiefs is okay. Colts are okay. Ravens are okay. Titans are okay. I'm low about the Bears, unless you want him, Lerons. Um, Bills. The McDermott's good. Carroll's good in, in Seattle. Ooh, maybe Falcons job. Um, and then eh. Broncos. But, wait, ooh, ooh, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Who's going to get, like, the number three pick? Because somebody going to get Justin Fields because I feel like so many people have talked themselves into Trevor Lawrence that they are missing the glory that Justin Fields. Jackson. Okay, like, glory for Ohio State. Honestly, massacre nightmare for anyone he's playing. But, so, like. If Justin Fields is the best player in the big in the country. If the season ended today, Jacksonville Jags have the third overall pick. Because first, uh, uh, first, I don't want, I don't want that. Because the first pick is the Jets. Second yeah, is the Giants. Giants, and they're not taking a QB because they're doing knowing David Gettleman, he's not going to be letting go of his QB too early. Yep. Um, next three is Jacksonville. Four is Miami. Five is Dallas. And then number six, so the teams, I think Atlanta or Texas, Atlanta or Houston. Atlanta has a six overall pick. 
And... Can you imagine? Wait, Dallas has number five, right? Yeah. Can you imagine if Dallas got Justin Fields? Ooh. But that's assuming the Jags don't take a QB. And the Dolphins oh, they're are going to take a... it. I don't know, or, or I don't know. They're probably gonna get the BYU kid, Zach Wilson. This dude, yeah, I disrespected him. I, mean, I think we dude. all, I think we all did. <laughs> like, remember, like, la- hey, you guys laughed at me last year when I said we'll lose to BYU because we were supposed to play him this year. And I was oh, like, we wouldn't have, lo- we wouldn't have lost to BYU. Uh, they're a team that got progressively better. Okay, they still can't stop the run. Which, against our team, probably isn't the best thing for you. Yeah, so this is not a hot take, but my take is if if Harbaugh leaves Michigan, either fired or he resigns, he's going to Houston because he's going to work with Deshaun Watson. Last hot take because I want to leave and go get food before I watch uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. and Tyler Johnson right. do Antoine Winfield Jr. and Tyler Johnson things. All right, who has a hot take? Go. Maryland? If Maryland gets good, Maryland is the most terrifying team in the Big Ten, not name Ohio State. Why? Go look on 24-7 sports and look at the number of players in the state of Maryland. Young Maryland. Dwayne Haskins, Maryland. The number one player in the country last year who's at Clemson, Maryland. Rakeem Jarrett, Maryland. Muhammad Ibrahim. They are Muhammad Ibrahim was like player number sixty-seven in Maryland. Winston the Labadier. Right, like I I saw this. It was ridiculous. In twenty nineteen, the top twenty-one players in Maryland were four or five-star players. Twenty-one. If Maryland gets good, and Mike Loxley is from Maryland. Maryland is the Miami of the North. That That's the hot take. Maryland is the Miami of the North because Maryland, that Baltimore area, is literally what South Beach or South, Southern Florida is to Miami. So will Maryland Everyone beat Ohio State this year? Could, could you imagine if Chase Young played for Maryland and they had <laughs> Dwayne Haskins throwing the ball and Rakeem Jarrett on the side and all – their defensive line would have been the best one in the country. So, like, Maryland, if they get good, the entire Big Ten should be terrified. So, Maryland beats Ohio yeah. State this year? No, Maryland's going to lose by 40. But uh, they might – shoot, do you think they can't beat Michigan? Yeah, I they, think can be, they can beat Michigan. Shoot, I think if we had played yesterday against Michigan, we could have beat Michigan. Like, I think their uh, only loss in the East will be Ohio State. Assuming yeah. – well, th- th- that's the thing, though. Like, will Talia torch their defense? Yes. Yes. But then their defense we will show, get torched we by We showed Fields. everyone how to beat Michigan. We just didn't do it. Yeah. Throw the ball up, your wide receiver will catch it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Michigan State did that with a random three-star freshman from Georgia. 
And then Maryland, uh, no, not Maryland, Indiana did it yesterday. Also, Tom Allen is coach of the year, and I will not hear any slander because that is one of my favorite coaches. He is so wholesome. What, uh, from Wyatt, his spirits would be like, what did I say about Indiana? <laughs> Conspiracy theory. Tom Allen is basically P.J. Fleck, but add 20 years. <laughs> yeah, same dude. I can see it. I can see it. It's the All same right. dude. So we're, all, right. all right, so if you all want to see some Sunday Night Football, so thank you for listening to this episode of Opa Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Laurence. Bring the pig home, guider. You good, Griff? You muted. Oh, okay. See you, everyone. Oh, bye. Oh.